You guys talk for a second. I'm Googling things. Okay. Yeah, Google away. Google away. All right. Um, am I not? I'm going to throw a theory out to you guys okay. because we all know Pete Carroll. And if you're just yes. joining us, Pete Carroll got let go by the Seahawks today. Now, did he they get made let up, go or they did made he up some, yeah, no, with the organization? They, he, got, he got fired. Supposedly and with he the will not. Here, let me make my first prediction. He will not stay with the organization. Pete Carroll no. is not a sit around and let other people what do things. Saying? That's God. what I said. All right. But. I know he's 70. 72. Yeah. Is he 72? He's the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Belichick is 71. Yeah. He's 72. Wow. Okay, so he's the oldest coach in the league, but he's the youngest 72 I've ever no seen. No question. Yep. If I'm the Chargers, I hire him today. Today. Think about it. They're competing. Instant credibility. They're competing for clicks yep. in Los Angeles. They have no traction. The Chargers have no fans. The people in San Diego, Slee, you, you hate them because they moved. The mm-hmm. people in L.A. are either Rams or Raider fans. And Pete is beloved in Los Angeles. And not only is he beloved, Mace, remember all the stuff he did with a better L.A., cleaned up the oh, games. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, like, I'm friends with a lot of people that work in the PR department over there. You wait and see how many reporters show up to practice if Pete Carroll is your coach. I, I said mm. virtually the same thing. My my first choice would be Vrabel, but Pete Carroll right behind him because I'd of give Pete every- a three year deal because of his age and tell him come run the keys. Rip. Here are the keys. Yeah, and and let's do it. And and by the way, we'd be having Pete like. Of course you would. Mason hasn't had a Charger guest on in five years. No, that's because you have conspired against me. <laughs> with with good reason. Well, I mean, I'm not a Chargers fan. Correct. Right. Which you say and there aren't that many and a lot. But fans I'm a big Pete there. fan. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. my point. Pete mm-hmm. Carroll's on every Pete talk tran- show. Pete transcends the team that he's coached. Great on the radio, great on television, great credibility. Instantly, and his connection to LA. He's instantly the face of the franchise. Yep. Right. Instantly. And he'd be, you know, their defense has been the, the problem. I mean, offensively, they're actually pretty good. They got Kellen Moore running the offense. Pete comes in, takes over the defense. I do it today. I I do not let him go to another team. Let's say, and not that the Chargers are going to have this wealth of of possibilities, Harbaugh or Carroll? Well, yeah, if, if, if Harbaugh wants to come, you take Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yeah, take yeah. Harbaugh. Yeah, he's Age he's and, the best. Yeah. Of, he's the best option. Harbaugh's out there. going Raiders or Chargers. Yeah, I feels I, like it. I have a weird feeling Harbaugh's going to the Raiders. I I, I think, do too. I think I have a hunch it's the Raiders. It looks he right. Hired, he hired Don Yee, uh-huh. who is Tom Brady's agent. Brady, who's a Michigan guy. Um, and Brady also owns, I think it's five percent of the Raiders. Something now. like that. And I think it's all set up. Um, Harbaugh is perfect because everyone hates him and everyone hates the Raiders. And so it, he fits the – if we right. were, if it, we're casting a movie, isn't he right. perfect? No, he's an outlaw, uh, and it's a team that the brand is really outlaw. So well, I think it makes a lot of sense from that perspective. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, not much. What's the better job? The Chargers, the Chargers because of Herbert. The Chargers, the Chargers okay. is the Justin best Herbert, open yeah. job because of the quarterback. Let, let me let yeah. me let me make the case that Well, and they have a bunch of other good players too. They so. do. But, but think about Although this too. Although they're 60 million over the cap and but, some but, of those guys But they're going to they're going to cut bait on Derwin James, they're going to cut bait on Khalil Mack. I think they keep both They are where the Rams were after last except season. They Rams, except they're not and the Rams fixed it in 3 months. Except they're not the Rams. But when I say that what's the better job? We don't have to look at it of just this upcoming season. So let me just use as an example here. Mhm. If the Raiders are good, that's a brand. That's a real, real brand. Sure. If Harbaugh comes to goes to Vegas and he turns around the Raiders, if Harbaugh comes to L.A. and turns around the Chargers, okay, I'm not telling you that there's not going to be more interest in the Chargers than there is today, and Harbaugh is a fantastic name. If Harbaugh turns around the Raiders 
That's one of the elite brands out there that has been down for so long. I, I don't know. When we say what's the better job, I, I know Justin Herbert is the quarterback Both, for the Chargers. But turning around let me, the Raiders. Let me, let me change the, the terms of the question. What, what team gives you a better chance to win? Short term, the Chargers for yeah, sure. I think wherever he goes, he's going to find a way to win because look at his track right, record. The he's hardest thing everywhere. to do in the NFL is to find a great quarterback, and the Chargers have already one. have one. Here's That's the, why it's the and best the Raiders job. do not. What, Raiders does do it not. come down to this? You can talk about quarterbacks; incredibly important. Both the Raiders and the Chargers have ownership that is at best mediocre and probably Below not mediocre. Spanos yeah. is the worst. Okay. Spanos is the worst. And Mark, Dave, he's going to be paying four coaches by the time this thing is done. Right, but They're one, going through him in a hurry. One thing I hear about is that the Spanos's, I'm so you probably don't know what this means, but I hear the Spanos's micromanage. Mark Davis doesn't. No. Mark Davis just sits in his suite and drinks. White jumpsuit you know? and a he-man haircut. More than one Spanos, is it the Spani? Spani. It is Spani. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. It's like I cactus. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky was traded to Los Angeles August 9th, 1988. 88. 88. Yeah, so, so I was I was still in Texas. So you were still oh, in Texas. I would say I was not here. Okay, yeah. First, why, I don't know why. I just feel like I've been here forever. Maybe it's well, like a no, record no, no. breaker I know or why you think. I know why you think you were here for Gretzky, because you and Rick, Rick Schwartz, yes. jumped on the bandwagon very yes, early. Yes, we did. That mm-hmm. was when you were doing too much show, yep. and you guys kind of became the Kings show before anybody mm. else did and the Kings played into it. Yeah, the Kings um, loved it. The you guys were at every game. Yeah. And uh and so and I think that's what you're remembering is I, that, I, like, I don't the know. first year the 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 Kings ever went to the Stanley Cup yeah. when Gretzky took him. Because like we were there that year you guys that, you guys got in on the ground Montreal. The, year that Mick Sorley had the, the curve stick the curve stick. Ninety three. That's, yeah. that's, 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 that's what we you're were there. that's yeah. what you're thinking so, of. That's when we were doing it. At, can you guys remember? I, I don't. For me, it was this. When he came here, there was, I can't remember another incident where somebody just showed up and made something that was completely non-mainstream the thing you had to be a part Kinda of. Kind of messy. To your point. Kind of messy. Messi, the soccer player, yeah. here? Yeah. No, no, here. No, are you talking about in Los no, Angeles? Yeah. You're he talking was, about in yeah. America. Well, no, no, here oh, in okay. L.A. Or All even right. in – Messi had a moment for sure where when he comes to Miami, everybody wanted to see him. But it didn't become like, okay, that's a team that has an identity in town for people that didn't even know they were there before. The Kings have always had fans, but it went from – I want to go to see a Wayne Gretzky it beca- play. It became the place to be. Yes. Yeah, It. Uh, he was probably first. I mean, you could say – the Lakers from 73 until Magic got here in 79 weren't selling out. They had Kareem, who was kind of grumpy, didn't do a lot of, you know, welcome. Then they get Magic, and the thing takes Changes. off like a rocket. Mm-hmm. But the Lakers were already established. Yeah. The yeah. Kings, they had that one team with Marcel Dion and Dave Taylor. The miracle on Manchester. Eastern. I was there. No, you weren't. I swear to God. Really? So, really? And, and listen to this. My college roommate. This is great. I'm so shout, excited. Okay, shout out to my college roommate, Dave Habis, who's up in San Francisco. He says to me, I've never been to a hockey game. I go, the Kings are in the playoffs. Let's go, because if you don't go now, they're not going to play again for six months. Let's just go bum tickets. So we go and buy tickets from a scalper, and we're in the top deck. And the Oilers go up five to nothing. And everybody below leaves, so we just keep moving down. And by with 10 minutes to go in the game, it's still five to nothing. We're in the fourth row. Jamie Farr from Toledo. The Jamie Farr. Is in, radar? No, is, he wasn't Radar. No, no, what was Klinger. he? Klinger. Klinger. Yeah. Klinger. Is sitting in the seat in front of me. And my roommate's next to me. And it's and, and we got these great seats. And the game is a blowout. But 10 minutes left, it's 5-1. to one. Kings score a goal. And a few minutes later, it's 5-2. to two. Gets inside like 
five minutes and they score again. So it's five to three, and we're thinking, well, this is kind of cool. We get to see a lot of goals. We're in the yeah. fourth row. We didn't pay anything. <laughs> With 20 seconds left, the Kings have pulled the goalie and they score. And it's like five to four. <laughs> and we're like, well, there's only 20 seconds left. Five seconds left, they score again. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's five to five. We're going overtime. And we're on the side where Daryl Evans hits that shot, and it goes in the back of the net. And and people are coming in from the parking lot. <laughs> Trying to You know, like back. they left, yep. and they're coming back in. And my, I look over, and Dave, my roommate, is hugging Jamie Farr, <laughs> who he's never met. He goes, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was. I, there's a million people that'll tell you they were there. Yeah. I actually was. Yeah. By, was the, by the way, the great thing about Jamie Farr is uh, because he comes from Toledo. I only have the second biggest nose. <laughs> of the, of the, of the you know, here's the Toledo. thing. I didn't know Jamie Farr was from Toledo. Yeah, he but was, the second you started the sentence, I'm like, this ends with a nose joke. It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this and by the, you know, he talked about the Toledo Mud Hens on Mash, where I used oh, to work. Yeah. He okay. talks about this place called Tony Paco's Pickles and Peppers. He has them shipped in. We used to go there. It's a Hungarian restaurant. It was great. So he really put Toledo on the map, uh, Matt. So how many, back, people, were, how many when, people were there? Uh, Get out of the way well, if he blows it, his nose. It was, close to sold, it was close to sold out in the beginning, but with 10 minutes left, it was half empty. Everybody had gone home. That's so cool. And and they just kept scoring, and then they they you know pulled off the comeback. But what's, what's interesting about what you said, Trav, about how the Kings kind of became the place to be, Sure. part of that was that Bruce McNall, the owner was almost too good to be true. Yeah. It turns he, out he, he was. was correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct. He was an emperor with no clothes. Right. But he had a lot of rare coins, John. Yeah. Yes. But he <laughs> was he would Allegedly. talk to anybody. He used to go on your show, Mace, like whenever he'd answer his own phone. Yeah, no, you'd call <laughs> Bruce McDonald's. He'd talk. I used to book him to come on with Rome. Yeah. And we used to call him. He was a, him. He was a well, great guy. He was way, a great guest. Rome, by the way, this Trev, you were there when this happened. I'm convinced that Wayne Gretzky's relationship with Jim Rome put Rome on the map. It was a big part of it. Because for whatever reason, Wayne was a listener to the yes. jungle and would come on whenever Jim asked him. Yes. And Jim played it just right. He didn't use him too much. You guys brought him on more than anyone else. And Wayne wasn't doing a lot of media back then. I believe it was the Western Conference Finals when they were playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. Right. And Gretzky either had a hat trick, a couple of goals, or something yeah, like that. In game seven, he locked it up. In game seven. And he's doing his post-game interview. I think it was with Fred Rogan. Yeah. And, and he mentioned Rome. And he said something like, well, I had that jungle karma thanks to my friend Jim Rome. And he said it immediately after the game. And it was like, and I was not working there oh, at the time. Yeah, yeah. But I remember seeing it going, oh, my gosh. That's I think time. that's how I might have gotten introduced to the show. Right. So my first assignment at KCAL. Uh, when I get there in like 1995, King's Media Day. And uh, they say, okay, be there at 10 o'clock. The players will be on the ice at 1030. So I get there at like 9 o'clock. It's me and Jim Hill. Jim's early to everything. <laughs> and uh, and so we get the camera all set up, and the players start to take the ice. And we're all set up in like a row so they can just kind of go down yep. like, like, like an award show. Sure. And Kretzky skates right up to me takes off his gloves, sticks out his hand, and goes, Hi, I'm Wayne. And I go, Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, he was... Was that Wayne? Yeah. He, he was like... The, Wayne. One of, he was like one of the world's most What's humble superstars. What's your full name, Wayne? Did you, hear, did you hear the story he told recently about how he was, uh, he was someplace um, and some guy tried to tell him that he was... He was just screwing around. Wayne was like yeah. at a... 
at a remote, like at a broadcast where he, was, where he was broadcasting from. And he came up and he picked up a stick and he was just goofing around. And some guy walks up to him and goes, you know, you're holding that stick wrong. Uh, <laughs> Wayne goes, oh, really? Really? <laughs> yeah, this was recently, right? Yeah, this is he this was year. like at a carnival or something. Right. And guys, you're holding the stick wrong. You so guys- I, with him, too, I, remember when they used to do the shark shootout up at uh, sure. Sherwood? Yeah, he lived up there. And, and he lived up there. And this was when uh, his daughter Paulina I was first started dating Dustin Johnson or whatever. Right. They, there's early on in their relationship. Yeah, now they're like, they have two kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching the golf. I'm walking along, and here comes DJ's group. And. Um, this person kind of sidles up next to me and asked me a question about has uh, Dennis Johnson's group come through Dustin yet? Johnson's Dust, group. Excuse me, Dustin Johnson's group come through yet? And I said, no, I think they're next. And he goes, okay, cool. And I, I just kind of did one of these. And I look again at it's Wayne Gretzky. Mm. And and because he's not LeBron James, right? Like right. he's not six foot ten. Right. He's a regular sized Glenn, guy. Glenn's right got in. a golf hat pulled down low. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they come through yet? And I looked at it. And it's like, oh my God, that's the greatest hockey player in the history of the world, six inches from me. Okay, I know we're I know we're running over, but I got one quick story like that that it, that I love to tell. So I used to work with this guy named Seth Shore. He was our uh financial guy at KCAL KCBS. Great guy, huge soccer fan. So one year he goes to the Women's World Cup in South Korea. Okay, he's like in Seoul someplace. By the way, I would like to point out I've never heard this story. Oh, I think okay. you, I think you have. Uh, but maybe uh, I'll get it at the party. Okay. But. but so he's and and he 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 just went over there to watch the World Cup. So he gets over there and he checks into his hotel and he picks up his brochure and says, "There's this free shuttle that'll take you to all the stadiums." So you don't have to worry about, you know, getting a taxi or taking a bus or anything. It's the World Cup shuttle. So he says, oh, there's a stop like a block from here and I can it'll take me to the stadium, which is like 45 minutes away. So he goes and he's sitting on the bench and he looks to his right waiting for the shuttle. And it's Phil Anschutz, like one of the richest men in the world. (laughs) And uh, he looks over at him and he goes, Mr. Anschutz? He goes, yeah. He goes, you're waiting for the shuttle? <laughs> he goes, isn't it great? It takes you anywhere to any of these stadiums, any place. And I've told that story to my friends who work at AEG, and they say, that's Phil. He, you would never know that he's a rich guy. Like, again, you, Mace, you tell a story all the time about how Warren Buffett talks about how he never buys new shoes. He gets his old shoes, shoes resold, he keeps cars the till they house, have 120,000 miles on them. Buys late model used cars, Warren <laughs> and Buffett. He, apparently, Phil Anschutz is like a normal guy who happens to be worth $50 billion. Everybody would know I'd be a rich guy. That's all I'm saying. I'm, you, I, Trav, I would not you sneak, and I, would not and I sneak up driver. on anybody. We're not sitting on the bench. <laughs> Damn right. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger is all about. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ah! Ah! Good afternoon! Good afternoon! Good afternoon! Oh, Pepe. Man, do we was, have a lot of stuff yeah, today. there's so much going uh, we, on. There is no way we will get to all of it. Yes. And we, the good news is we have three hours. Yes, we got three hours. Got a full show today. Where do you want to start? There's so many <sighs> different directions Well, I we think we go. should start with the good news, right? Lakers look really good last night. Uh, and there's a little bit of controversy yes. surrounding the yes, Lakers. Yes, there is. Um, and, um, and one of the all-time great epic rants after the game by Darko Ryakovic, the head coach of the Toronto Where Raptors. Where is he from? Serbia. Serbia, okay. Uh, first year, replaced Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is now coaching in Philadelphia. Yep. And Darko came with the reputation of being internationally a really good, solid coach and his team showed it last night. They played great. Lakers won by one point. Yeah, they've been really good since the uh, on, since the trade. trade. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so in the fourth quarter, the Lakers kept going to the free throw line twenty five times. Twenty three. Oh, twenty three. Sorry, it okay. seemed like twenty five. Well, there were twenty five total free throws, but oh, the but way it broke down to was twenty three for the Lakers and <laughs> yeah. two for Toronto. Well, that's a bit of a disparity. So I right after. The, this game ended, and this guy went on this rant, which we're going to play for you in a second. Um, everybody, like I started getting messages. Oh, Mason and Ireland are going to kill Darko tomorrow. I can't believe Darko lost it like that, blah, blah, blah. First, let's hear the rant. This is Darko Ryakovich, the head coach of the Raptors, and rarely will you hear a guy go off like this without cussing. But he doesn't. He never cusses. This runs a minute and five seconds, and it is near perfect. Here it is. That's outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in in the fourth quarter. Like, how to play the game. I I understand uh, respect for all-stars and all that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes? who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force, trying to get, get uh, to, the, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain that, that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been calling it back, it's a complete crap. <laughs> How great it's a is that crap. rant? Yeah, that's awesome. So to those of you who reached out to me and said, oh, yeah, you guys are going to kill Dark. I love Dark. Yeah, no, I'm all in favor and, of and, uh, epic tirades. Yeah, we're sports radio yeah. hosts. When guys do stuff like that, we get tons of content out of it. And let me say this. It's a little bit brilliant. You know, this guy had lunch with Phil Jackson earlier in the week. He oh, never so met him before. Oh, so he's coaching the officials. And what Phil was brilliant at is coaching – 
to the he was talking to the officials through the media. Right. He would sensitize the officials to the idea that hey, you're not calling enough in our favor. Right. And and are you telling me after that rant that He's every get ta- some calls. that every time Scotty Barnes goes to the rim for going the next the month, those refs are going to be thinking about it. Yeah. And every time those refs go into the locker room, they're going to pick up the stat sheet and they're going to look at how many free throws the Raptors have shot compared to how many teams. This guy gets it. Yeah. It was brilliant. I'm very happy the Lakers won the game. He'll pay a fine, and who cares? Well, the only thing that I wouldn't fine him, but I wouldn't. I never. They will. Have, they yeah, find they everybody who talks about the officials. Well, and the one, the one part of that rant that's going to get him if he just didn't do this one ten second. Really, part, there's one ten second part that got him when he said, "If you want him to win the game, just tell us. Don't show up and give him the win." Insinuating that the game could Was be cooked. fixed. Yeah, is what'll get him in trouble. But all the other stuff. Accurate points. Scotty right, Barnes did shoot two free yeah, throws. Yeah. He did go to the he, rim a lot. He went to the rim a lot. Now, let's address the actual controversy itself. Um, the reason the Lakers have led the league in free throws attempted last year, and they lead it again this year. Okay. And it's because they LeBron, have LeBron James and LeBron they have Anthony and AD Davis. go to the rim a lot, and they don't shoot a lot of threes. Right. Okay. If you go to the basket and you don't shoot a lot of threes, you're going to shoot more free throws than the other team. But they're also superstars, and there is such a thing as superstar calls. I mean, these are two of the ten best players in the league right now, and those guys do get favorable calls. Right, and what Darko said about Scotty Barnes, I completely agree with. Some people are getting on him saying, Scotty he's Barnes, not going to be the face of the league. He's 22 years yeah, old. he's a great and, player. And he's unbelievable. Yeah. He very well could be the face of the league. I, I don't think Darko necessarily was out of bounds with that. But this is... Um, a byproduct of that, that the, the yep. Laker players don't shoot threes, they go to the basket. Also, the reason the fourth quarter was so lopsided, 23-12, to 12, at least 10 of those free throws were in the final minute and a half right. from Toronto. So it was more like 13-2, to two, which is still a pretty big disparity. Oh, that's a serious disparity. Yeah, and, and so I thought Darko had a, had a point. Uh, I thought he made it. I thought the way he executed it was brilliant, and I'm glad the Lakers so, won the game. Here's what I don't understand. And we'll get to the content of the game coming up, too. But here's what I don't understand. Why is it, if a call is a call, and it's the same at every address, every arena in America, why is it that the home team always gets more calls than the road team? If they're calling it straight up, why is there a home court advantage when it comes to the officials? Because the refs are human, but... You think they're influenced by the crowd and the circus atmosphere, all that stuff? But you would be surprised how little of an issue this is. I think the last time I looked it up, it was 51-49 oh, that's the home it? team. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. it was very close. So it's But slim. refs are human. They don't want to be killed. Right. Like last night at the end of the game, there was a play where Emmanuel quickly took the ball to the rim, and he took his elbow and hit Cam Reddish in the nose. But Cam Reddish was in his way. Yeah. You know. And by the way, they called that a flagrant. That was not a flagrant. I mean, he was just a any, normal. Right. Anytime, the reason they called it a flagrant is anytime there's contact above the neck, right. they are trying to make a point. Even if it wasn't deliberate, because I don't believe that, that was That was a basketball deliberate. move. I yeah, agree with you. Yeah. Um, but that call could have gone either way. The they instead the beauty of it, John, it took 10 minutes. Of course That's it did. the beauty of it. It yeah. took 10 minutes to figure out whether that was a flagrant or not a flagrant. And then the other call that if I'm a Toronto fan, I would have had an issue with was at the end of the game when the Lakers were up three, R.J. Barrett got called for a moving screen. Right. And then Barnes hit a hit three, three that yeah. would have tied the game, and they wiped it off. Yep. Um, now, that call, I think, was the right call. It is, but here's my issue with it. 
when Michael's here tomorrow, we can bring this up again. When Michael played, they never called that. Everybody right. moved it was a little off the, on the It was off the ball. Yeah, everybody moved a little on the screens, so they never called it. This year, they call it at least three, four times a game. Yeah. In that scenario, three-point game, tying you shot in let the it air, go? I would have let go. Yeah, but... But you. But it was the right call. It. They do call it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, by the letter of the law, it was yeah. the right call. And um, the Lakers found a way to win the game. I I actually thought with about six minutes to go when the Raptors went up by six that the game was slipping away. It was an excellent game. And Back Lebr- and forth. Lebr- Lebr- how many lead changes were in that game? That was amazing. Tons. Back and, and forth and back and forth. By the way, this, this may be one of my greatest predictions ever. Greg, I don't even know if you can find it. Mm. On Anthony Davis's second basket of the game, it's like two minutes into the game, I, I said to Michael on the air, Michael, I'm calling my shot right now. Anthony Davis is scoring 40 points tonight. They don't have Did any- you really say that? I did. So oh, it would wow. probably be about 740, 742, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, no, because it's the second the game. Yeah. The game, the game, game started at 7. Oh, okay, yeah. That's not right. Yeah. yeah. It tipped at 740, but I it's 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 early. It's in the first two, three minutes of the first quarter. And I say, Anthony Davis is scoring 40 points tonight. They don't have enough size on the floor. Right. And he's just going to camp out there. So- 19 points in the first half. My prediction's looking great. Third quarter, zero. Disappeared. He took two shots. Second and third quarter, just had a gigantic first, had a gigantic fourth, nothing in the middle. Right. And so I thought, well, I'm going to look like an idiot. He's not scoring 40 points tonight. And then in the fourth quarter, he just goes off. Well, he went to free throw line 11 times? Oh, more than that. I think he finished like 13 or 14 or something. But I mean, in that fourth quarter, you, I think you he found it? 11 times. Okay, All right. we got it. All right, so here's what I said early in the game. Here's Anthony Davis, right side to LeBron. LeBron one-on-one against Barnes. Bounce pass to Davis. Lays it up in and a foul. And I'm calling it right now, Michael. A minute and 10 seconds in. Anthony Davis is having a 40-point game tonight. Oh, wow. You're going to go for 40. 40. And uh, wow. yeah, he went for 40. I wish I could bet mythical money on the NBA, but I can't. Well, you so. would never bet on 40. Yeah. That would have been that's a, that's a well, an amazing he had, bet. He had, he had forty one. Yeah. All right. So we'll get to. I. I. Let me see. What. I'm gonna put some mythical money on the table. Laura's got mythical money, right? Yeah. Every, yeah of course. Of course. So I want to put a hundred thousand mythical dollars on the table for a prediction that I'm gonna call the triple crown. We'll do that coming up next for you. Mason Ireland, seven ten ESPN. What have you been told over and over again? If you get into an accident. You call your insurance. But imagine when you call the insurance company, you say, yeah, I feel okay. Then a few days later, you start feeling bad. By doing that, you probably cost yourself thousands upon thousands of dollars in compensation. Instead of trying to handle all this stuff yourself, by the way, you, I'm not qualified. You're not qualified. You want a pro. Next time you're in an accident, immediately call my friend Jacob Imrani. Now, nobody plans on being in an accident. Hopefully, it'll never happen. But if it does, you got to call Jacob. He will talk to the insurance company on your behalf so you will not innocently say the wrong thing that will ruin your case. Remember, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Call Jacob. He'll win for you. 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Or remember. Accident. Or injury, call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. and make sure you're following Call Jacob on Instagram. Go to at call.jacob for great advice and prizes and more. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And so we got into a debate last night. Is the phrase, is it supposed to be bold-faced lie or bald-faced lie? Bold, it's bald, isn't it? Is it bald? Face, bald, bald doesn't sound lie. right. Bold that, sounds right. I don't know the answer to that question. Did we? Did you try and Google it? No, I thought know. I'd save it for the show. Here it is. Uh, a bald-faced bald lie face. is one that is obvious, unambiguous, and readily apparent. It's bald. Yeah. It's, it's not bold. Bald. Oh, I hear a lot of people say bold-faced. Don't say bold-faced when you mean bald-faced. There you go. There it is. Google is always right. So you right. learn something new on this show every day. Yep. We're here as teachers. All right. Uh, so I, uh, Mythical Money, whenever we do Mythical Money, uh, it's brought to you by PrizePix, largest and number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. New members go to prizepix.com slash 710. Use code 710 for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. So here's the premise. I want to take 100,000 mythical dollars. Okay. And one of us can win it if we successfully pick the triple crown. Okay, so here it is. Pick the Super Bowl champion. Okay. The NBA champion and the MLB champion. Okay. For 100,000 mythical dollars if you can get all three. And we'll have to record these Bergman as they as they go along. Nothing gets recorded here. No, <laughs> well, no, you, you do it. You, you something would have to work, yeah. You know, in order for that. So, Super Bowl champion, NBA titleist, and World Series champion. Uh, who wants to go? I'll, I'll go first since I've already put some thought into it. Yeah, so you're us on the spot. I think the Ravens are hands down the best team in the NFL. I'm going to take the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Okay, no surprise. I believe that the Denver Nuggets will repeat as NBA champions. I like Denver to win the NBA title okay. this year. And how can I pick against the billion-dollar Dodgers? I'm going Dodgers for the World Series. Um. Okay. I agree with you about Baltimore. I think they're going to win the whole thing. Baseball, everything indicates that... The team with the largest payroll doesn't win the World doesn't Series. Doesn't win the World Series. But I don't know who else I would pick. Um I'm Well, plus I because I want to root for them all uh, Yeah, you'll I'll, take the I'll, Dodgers. I'll take yeah. the Dodgers. And NBA, this is interesting for you. No, it's not. Oh, you can't do that. Of course not. You can't do that. I don't want to get fired. Oh, you have no choice? Yeah. I don't want to get fired. I don't want to get fired. <laughs> do you not think the Lakers would fire me if, if I picked no. someone other than them? Really? I do. Yeah, Mace. You Mace think or- if you pick some, you pick somebody other than the Lakers, they would fire you? Yes, they're currently the ten seed. Yeah, they're the ten seed. Give me the Lakers. Oh God! All right, you don't get a hundred thousand dollars. But no, uh, if he if he gets I mean, you that, could, he you gets hundred thousand dollars. It's completely possible. But, but you you sailed. All right, uh, I will do it. So I don't agree with you with Baltimore. Okay. Uh, despite the fact that they beat San Francisco earlier in the year, you I like think San Niners. Francisco is going to be very very good. I think. That's not, yeah, that's not a bad pick. The Niners are winning the Super Bowl. Um, I am also going to go with Denver, and then I'm also going to go with the Dodgers. Okay, Denver and the Dodgers. Okay, John so has San Francisco, Denver, Dodgers. Okay, okay. Brian, what are you Brian? doing? 
Uh, I'm with Mace on this one. I'm going Ravens. Yeah, I think they're the best. Three team. of us on the Ravens. Uh, I'm actually going to go with the Bucks. I think Damon Giannis going to get totally it done. Totally good call. Okay. Yep. Bucks in the East, and then I uh, can't go. Dodgers. For Dodgers, sure. yeah. Billion All right, dollar Dodgers. All right Laura, last but not least, who are you going with? Um, Totally on the spot here, Mace. Uh, going to go Dodgers for okay. MLB. Got it. I'm going to go... I don't want to... Okay. I don't want to say that team. So, I'm going to go... <laughs> say the right team. The I'm one you think will win. So, you think the Celtics are going to win it, but you don't want to pick them. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to go Denver. Okay. Oh, Denver's the cop out. Um, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm with you, Laura. Can't, can't pick the Celtics John, no matter what. John, they would usher him out of the building. Yes. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> if you pick the Celtics, they would say- Laker no, no. fans would they usher would, me out. They so would okay. uh, deactivate my, my credential. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be able to get in over yeah, there. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't Okay, Laura, Super Bowl. Okay, and Super Bowl. Oh, this one's tough. Pick one. Just pick somebody. Pick somebody. Ravens, Ravens. Okay. Ravens. Oh, that's the same as Mace's then, huh? Yeah, that's the same as me. Well, they, but yeah, did right. you each get 100? We each got 100. No, you each got 50. Yeah. Split, Split it. it. No, no, no. No, you each got why, why do they get penalized Can me for being right? Ride. You pull those three teams out of your ass, get $100,000. I mean, is it no. really going that far out on a limb? You're taking one of the I two favorites. Well, you guys realize how hard it is to hit a three-team yeah, parlay, like I, and this is like for the, this is hard. Nobody, I don't think nobody's going to hit it. I think the basketball one is hard. I think it's, nobody's going to get two favorites in football, and the Dodgers are by far and away the for yeah, but I don't Dodgers necessarily. Lose, and the Dodgers yeah, lose. I don't necessarily lose. think the Dodgers are going to win. I think that their chances of winning are like nineteen percent, which are higher than everybody else. That is nineteen percent. But that means there's an eighty-one percent chance they don't win. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. baseball. You know how it goes. It's it's always a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. All right, I thought that'd be interesting. So, Did it work? were you happy with it? Um, I'm I'm pleased. Okay, I, I'm pleased. Okay, That's what matters? Reminder. Yeah. Monday. Mason and I are live at Ralph's in Redondo mm, yeah. Beach. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is a BBGo event. You see BBGo logos all over the Laker jerseys. Um, we love BBGo, and so we agreed to do – you guys know I hate remotes. Yes. But since this is BBGo, and since they're bringing the food truck, I'm in. And uh, Monday, 1 o'clock, we're going to be at Ralph's in Redondo Beach, and you have a chance to win courtside seats to a Laker game. Now, the way you win these is you go to any Ralph's, and you spend 10 bucks. Take a picture of your receipt and send it to this web address. Lakers.com slash BBGo sweeps. That's it. 10 bucks. And you're entered. And once you're entered, you can win the courtside seats. You can win Lakers swag. You can win more BBGo stuff. That's it. Next Monday, Mason and I, live 1 o'clock, Ralph's and Redondo Beach. You, know, you can enter the contest from there if you want. But you don't have to. You can go to, to a Ralph's that's closer to you. Buy 10 bucks worth of BBGo and send it again one more time at that web address, lakers.com slash BBGo sweeps. So next, this Monday, five days from now, you and I are Yeah, I'm excited. I, and we're going to have the bag off, right? We're both going to be bagging groceries yeah. at some point. Uh, I'm going to help uh, any little old lady who is at the Ralph's. I will help them to their car with their groceries. If you're a big old lady, you don't need my help. It's just little old ladies. Why are you being a chauvinist? Well, you won't help a man? If you're a little old man, I will help you. <laughs> if you're a big old man, I won't help. It's just little. The emphasis is on little. Okay. Coming up is Wheel of Questions. Yeah. yeah it's my wheel today. And you guys remember yesterday, Mason gave me 100 bucks and dared me to go on Instagram Live? Oh, yeah. I'm putting the 100 back up to anyone who can answer 
the wheel of questions. I put all stuff on there oh, that requires an wow. answer. So Brian knows the that. answers. So it's a hundred bucks for, for either Laura, Greg, or Mace can win a hundred bucks Damn. next. Excellent. I got Excellent. it. We I will, got this. We will do that I'm coming up. Bucks right now. And let me uh, let me remind you that uh, I'm working with the LA Department of Mental Health. Life is a journey of highs and lows, and the LA County Department of Mental Health is here to support you through it all. They're caring. Uh, they are caring uh, with all kinds of offers for help, uh, and they provide free emotional support, service referrals, and crisis counseling. If you need help, reach out to the 24-7 hotline, 800-854-7771, or visit their website at dmh.lacounty.gov. Your mental health is their priority. Together, let's share a brighter tomorrow, hope, recovery, and well-being. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Okay. All right. Greg, Laura, Mace, I need you to close each one of you close your computer okay. and turn your phone down. Because okay. once I answer this question, someone's gonna text you the answer. Okay. Um a two minute delay. Okay. 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 Not really. All right. Got it. Now, first of all, you guys I'm counting on Brian knows who this is, so So I, this isn't hypothetical. There's an actual answer to this. There's not only an actual answer, I'm holding in my hand the one hundred dollar bill that Steve Mason gave me yesterday for going on Instagram live. If Laura, Greg, or Mace correctly identify this person I'm looking for, they get the 100 bucks. Do we have to do it in one guess, or can we name as your buzzer? No, no, no. <laughs> None of that is true. Now, here's, what, here's the way it's going to work. Okay. There is, first of all, you have to tell me if, you know, if you've heard this story. Okay. There is, a, there is an athlete in Los Angeles, you all know his name, that sings in an a cappella group. Do you know, have you heard this story? An a cappella singer be honest in last year i have okay so now it's down to you two now it's down to greg Damn, and laura i want that hundred I... bucks i should have faked it <laughs> all right greg and laura i have not this heard is the, the way it's gonna work have you heard the story laura no no i really have okay so it's up to you it's down to you two okay all right this person i'm gonna give you a couple of hints 50 50 well you gotta get it when do you have to get i'm gonna give you a couple of hints this person is a professional athlete okay in los angeles you have both heard his name and he's young. He's in his 20s. His 20s. Okay. okay. That cuts it down. He not only can sing, he can sing really well. This is him with his a cappella group singing Billy Jean. Listen to this. She told me her name was Billy Jean. She comes to sing in every letter with eyes that dream of me. So, Greg and Laura, I'm going to let you each, and I'll let you each hear the other one's question, ask one yes or no question to me to try and get this answer. Greg, one yes or no question before you give your answer. Okay, so he's he is in his 20s. He professional, professional athlete, athlete in, in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yep. And you've heard his name. And I've heard his name. Yeah. Is he on the Lakers? No. Laura, you now get one yes or no question. 
is he a LA Rams player? Yes. Okay. So now you each get a guess. He is a LA Rams player in his 20s, and you have heard his name. Greg, what's your guess? All right. So I'm guessing it's probably one close to, or not one of the rookies. Uh, let's go with. Oh, is it Kyron Williams or Bryce Young? I'm going to go, not Bryce Young. Um, Don't say Bryce Young. No, that's, he's, he's, that would around. be yeah. incorrect. That yeah. would be incorrect. No, it's, hmm. I'll say Kyron Williams. That's not, that's not who I'm even thinking of, but I'm going to say Kyron Williams. Good guess. Not correct. Laura, you, you get the last shot. A, a young professional LA Rams player, and you know his name, was just singing. Who is it? Is it Avila? Good, oh, that's good a guess. good guess. Steve Avila, yeah. No. Oh. I, I couldn't believe this when I heard it. It's Kobe Turner. Wow. Rookie defensive tackle. I was six and a half sacks this year. It was, it was, that was exactly who I was trying to think of, but who am I thinking of? Young. Byron Young. Byron You're thinking Young. of Byron Young. Another Byron. rookie. Yes, I was thinking of Byron right. Young. Yeah. So Kobe Turner plays next to Aaron Donald. He had a monster rookie season. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, that was when he was at, at uh, Richmond when he was in college, but okay. apparently he's still in an acapella group. Is he really? Still sings and can not only sing like that, but he does opera. Too. Get out of here! Wow. Yeah, we got to Greg. We got to get him on at some point. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I mean, it's after not going to happen in the, the playoffs. After we beat the Lions, yes, yeah. yeah. By the way, the, uh, those acapella groups are fascinating to watch. Well, the, I know, like the person that goes. <laughs> well, pitch, pitch perfect. Oh, the the, yeah, the, the three pitch perfect movies kind of put the acapella stuff on the map. Absolutely did. Absolutely yeah. did. Yeah. By the way, best version of Billy Jean ever made, uh, aside from Michael Jackson. Right. Best cover. Best cover. Haven't heard one. Chris Cornell. Really? Chris Cornell. Uh, who the late great Chris Cornell, uh, who I really regret I didn't go see at the Disney concert hall. Uh, it was like two months before he passed away. But he does an unbelievable version of uh, of Billy Jean. Um, all right, so, so good try, Byron Young. Yeah, that was a great call. Know your Rams. So it was last night. Can I still have the hundred dollars. Uh, I'll find, I'll I'll come up with another way for you guys to okay. win next week. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's put some money on the table when we do our mythical wheel of questions. This would have been real money. Yeah, real money. All right, so last night, a guy named Fidel Olmos, who's 34 Uh, years old. This is a great story. From Redlands, made the MGM big shot, jackpot, half court shot, won $100,000. First guy to hit it this year. And uh, we had him in the third chair. We brought him up and he hung oh, out. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I got questions yeah. about that third chair because I was listening to it on my way home. Okay. So what's your question? Is it At what point do you – because you kept – there was a lot of things going on while right. you were talking to him. And he was really busy. How do you know when and or not to let him go? Does he know to, just let it, to leave or do you have to let him go? Like what if, is the protocol with all if that? If they would have brought him to us – on the clock, five minutes later, we wouldn't have done it because the game was too close. Um, they brought him to us with eight, nine minutes to go in the fourth, and I knew there was an automatic timeout coming at the six-minute mark. Right. And so that's what how long we kept him. And if you noticed, we kept doing the game. Oh, no, you did. And then when the action stopped is when we would ask him questions. Right. And then he's Michael a great, did, he was a great guy. He was good. And Michael just kept saying, well, if they could shoot like you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Here's by the way, here's a little taste of uh, Dave McMenamin actually got a chance to talk to him. I, we don't have the, uh, the broadcast interview, but here's a little bit of Dave McMenamin with uh, the Fidel almost last night. How many half court shots have you taken or made in your life? 
life prior to this moment? Uh, at the basketball gym, I would say maybe two. And that was just messing around by myself. Uh, this is probably the most uh, the most pressure one I felt for sure. When did you find out it was going to happen that you were going to be the guy to shoot it tonight? Uh, literally, as soon as I walked into the Staples Center, a uh, guy in a suit asked me if I wanted to shoot a half-court shot. And I almost didn't believe him, but then I saw he was wearing a suit, so I said, yeah, let's do it. So apparently if you wear a suit, you can uh, right. ask people to do anything. But, is that, but is, is that how they pick a guy? Is they just say, uh, Totally random. You. Yeah. You want to shoot the half-court shot. Yeah. Yeah. And MGM, who's the sponsor of that and always has been, actually wants the guy to win. You know, they've, it's, oh, sure. it's, it's a promotion that they, you know, they get more bang for their buck if somebody hits it. And now if the next guy hits tomorrow night, he only gets five. Right. So it builds up over, was Until it an extra to five grand a night? Yeah. yeah. Until wow. you get to a hundred. And wow. then, and, and so he buried it. He said, I said, what are you going to do with the money? He said, I have no idea. I said, he's my wife's back there on the phone. I think she's on Amazon spending it already. Um, he was a great guy. So really. if they put you at half court and said, make one, what's your strategy? Well, most people are short. Correct. All right. So what I'm doing is I'm aiming for the box that's above the rim, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try and bank it in off the box. But you're going to shoot it like a regular I shot. I would, yeah. Okay. Um, if you're... Not used to playing basketball. There's nothing wrong with a, a baseball pass. That's what I'm thinking. It like would just be to throw it, just throw like you're throwing it, like you're throwing in from the outfield. Because when I see people do the set shot or the, it's, it's almost it always almost short. always winds up short. Brian, what strategy would you have? Are you allowed to like hop step? Kind of. As long as you lo- as long as your feet leave behind the line, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I'd probably do like a hop step off of one foot. Like an actual basketball shot, John's an actual thing. basketball shot off of one foot. Right. I can picture that. Like a couple step momentum, so you got a little bit of momentum, and then aim for the same thing. Aim for the glass. That's good Bank strategy. That Laura, any chance for you? Now, Laura, if you shot a regular basketball shot, could you get it to the rim? Yes. Okay, so then that's probably what you should do. Most people don't get it to the rim shooting with a normal basketball. I shot. I can do that, but I was telling Mace, there's no way. No way I can probably get a half-court shot. Like, I'm going to try my best, and my strategy is I'm going to look decently well, and the other one. Yeah, I think probably the guy in the suit who picks the guy probably chooses somebody who looks like they might be able to make it. Right. They never put somebody out there who would have no chance. And some years we've had three or four people make it. And uh, other years we've only had one, and yeah. So that was one, and we the still got a lot of home games left. The place always erupts like crazy well, when so somebody does the drops Laker bench. Oh yeah, you know, everybody yeah. gets into it. So, yeah, yeah, it was, that was fun. Cool. That yeah. was cool. So uh, Sam Amick, who's a great writer for saw uh, Sam last the night. Athletic. Um, w- there's been so much talk about the report from Sham Strania and uh, Jovan Buha about multiple sources, six unnamed sources, blah blah blah, discord in the locker room, that kind of thing. So Sam Amick uh, has spent a couple of days. He says, after spending three days in town, which included three consecutive games at the building formerly known as Staples, I firmly believe Darvin Ham isn't going anywhere anytime soon. The results matter, of course, so it certainly helps that his embattled squad beat the intra-city rival Clippers and the Toronto Raptors after losing 13 of their previous 15. But beyond that, two high-ranking team sources say there is a plan to remain patient with him as he continues to grow in his first head coaching job. I believe all of that, and I'll even take it a step further. I think that because it's the Lakers and because they were 3-10 and after the in-season tournament, naturally people are going to gravitate to, well, 
on LeBron teams, they often change the coach. Yes, correct. LeBron and AD are are with Darwin. Right now. Yeah, right. But I mean, and it, as long as they are, he's not going anywhere. That's my point. Right. So I, I've said all along. I think the only person that could, I mean, LeBron could pull the pull the plug on it if he wanted to. There's no reason to at this moment because they looked much better the last two games. Right. And I, I will say this: that Genie and Rob want Darvin to succeed. Like they've they've. In, I mean, those 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 people are in lockstep. But isn't that collectively? Doesn't everybody want Darvin to succeed? I mean, as, well, probably not the six sources that talked, but you know everybody else. Or yeah. did things change in some way after this? Did I mean, obviously the Lakers were aware of that because Jeannie sent a long text message to Darvin saying, you know, you're fine and we're with you and all right. that stuff. So everybody read the athletic piece from Shams and uh, Jovan. Right. Uh, so it's it's out there. But again, Sam Amick comes in and says there's nothing. Now they've got. Uh, they're five and eleven now since winning the in-season tournament. They're two and two in the month of January. Seven of their next eight are at crypto. No back-to-backs. One quick trip to Utah. Uh, two and two now in January. What did they got to be in their next eight games? Um, I six I, and two. I mean, ideally, yeah. But I mean, even if they go four and four, I don't think they're get, they're changing the coach. Now, if they go four one and four, and, they're five hundred at the end. Right. Of it, yeah. If they go one and seven, then all this stuff comes up. Again. Sure, it all comes up again. But if it, I mean, and I did question it, and I always, but I always qualified it by saying it matters what happens in January during this stretch where you got all these home games. And what matters most is that LeBron and AD are on board. Yes. And I'm, right now they are. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up for you, going to do the two o'clock call of the day. Maybe you saw the Lakers game last night. Want to comment? Uh, the free throw disparity was fascinating. Uh, AD is at his. Actually, we'll talk about that. Is he at his peak? Is he at his could apex be. right now? Yeah, we'll talk be. about that coming up too. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN for the 2 o'clock call of the day. By the way, BB Go 5th Row Fridays going on right now on Mason and Ireland. Listen all week long between 1 and 4. Make sure you take notes. And on Fridays, you get a pop quiz at 3.30. You could be sitting in the 5th row at a Lakers game. It'll be Lakers versus Shea Gilgis Alexander in OKC on Monday night. BBGO is the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.